Hello, Indiana Jones Minute listeners. Before we get to the show, we wanted to announce that our store is finally open on tpublic.com. There you will find the first wave of shirts and other apparel, as well as mugs, phone cases, and even art prints that will help you share with the world your love of the show and of the world of Indiana Jones in general. So just go to www.indianajonesminute.com store and start looking cool today. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute, the daily podcast in which we celebrate and discuss the film Raiders of the Lost Ark one minute at a time. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mummer. I'm still the intern, Jerry Porter. And I'm Chris Eliopoulos. Chris, welcome. What What are you guys doing here? Well, how'd you get in this room? What's, <laughs> what's happening? I was hiding in the corner. Oh, my God. <laughs> Give me a heart attack. Uh, well, we're glad you're here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Now that you've snuck in here, you should just stick around for the, the rest of the week and, and talk about Raiders with us. Well, I already have, like, Wendy's in the corner, so I'm just going to munch and hang oh, out. perfect. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm jealous. Do they still um, have a, a 99-cent meal? Don't they all? Yeah, really. Yeah. Isn't that... Yeah. That's how they all stay in business. <laughs> and they have a baked potato now, so, like, or always had a baked potato thing, oh, yeah. so... Come on, how many fast food places have baked potatoes? It's healthy. <laughs> Yum. It's like a it's like an olive garden. It's like carb <laughs> heaven. <laughs> well, let's talk about minute one hundred and one. I cannot believe we're gotten or minute one hundred and one. That's insane. Of Raiders of the Lost Ark. And this minute, one oh one, begins with Belloc being told that the altar he asked for is ready, and it ends with Indy bumping into Belloc on purpose. Because they're adversaries. Now I was talking about uh some scenes where Michael Sheard, who played Admiral Ozel and actually Adolf Hitler in a later episode of Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, if this scene, if you look up at the in the conning tower of the sub, he's up there looking very grumpy. Oh, that's and him up there? That's him. Yeah, oh, that's, that's cool. the one little tiny shot he made in. And there's a oh, nice, wow. uh, there's like a triangle-shaped cable coming out of the front of the tower, so it looks kind of like he's in a little mini Star Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> are we going back to uh, the theory? <laughs> we are. And he's like, if, if you want to keep going with it, he, he's looking down and there's a guy dressed all in black who's kind of bossing him around and dresses funny. <laughs> and then a guy who's like Han Solo who's kind of sneaking by wearing like kind of cast off stuff and they don't see him. Dresses funny. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I have a question here. Mm -hmm. So they're going to Malta with the Ark? Uh... What do you mean? No, the altar. The altar, like as in a church or a synagogue yeah. altar. Like a place to, to have a ceremony. He says the altar is ready. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, not going to Malta. You thought the island like of Malta was ready? And Malta is ready. God damn Your Malta milkshake is ready. You know what? I was going to text you, Pete, and, and exclude Tom. And be like, are they going to Malta? Is this the island of Malta? I thought for they're always in Malta. He said altar. Yeah. yeah. 
Because I don't think Belloc's going to radio ahead and say, hey, could you prepare Malta for me? <laughs> I swear to Christ, that's what I thought he said. Oh. <laughs> I always thought he said that. Yeah. Now you know. I We're learning. Well, all of that can be uh, <laughs> expunged. <laughs> or duplicated and repeated. Yeah. And made well, you know order. what, though? I did notice this. Surprisingly, it sounds like Belloc is in charge at the moment. Yeah. This is yeah. the guy calls him sir. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, yeah. And I was well. So I mean, we still don't really entirely know where they are. They're basically just on a, a secret island that's north of Crete, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All that's right. the island. This is the island. Secret but island. I did, and you know, it, there is something funny. And Pete, I think you'll like this, as you said. Uh, <laughs> Dietrich just calls. He just called Belloc Monsieur. Mm-hmm. He's and you're polite. like, well, yeah. What's with the respect all of a sudden? Yeah. Well, it's his game now, right? So now, like, they did their part, so now it's it's Belosh's turn. See, I was thinking about it almost the other way. Like, it was Belloc's game until they found the Ark, and then it seemed like Dietrich, I mean, he's tossing girls into the Well of Souls against Belloc's wishes and offering him a drink and getting turned down and stuff. And so, yeah, it seems like I keep wondering... You know, yeah, they they should be done with Belloc now, and Dietrich should be back in charge. But also, Dietrich seems like he's he is like treating Belloc with some with some respect, and almost like it doesn't because like it doesn't matter to him anymore. It's like, hey, we got the Ark. I may as well be nice to the annoying French guy. Well, see, I was thinking this was Pete. I thought I was thinking of you. You know, what if Belloc went ballistic in that deleted scene? And he's the one who tore up that bandaged Nazi. <laughs> and then what? and then he gives Marion that, you know, in the in the last minute, he gives Marion that yeah. stare of like, see, you know, I'm, I'm all Ralph Lauren on the outside, but I'm a French reign of terror on the inside. And then and then and then I thought maybe it was Belloc who actually killed Forrestal. Nah, now you're going nuts. I'm going nuts. I'm talking to Pete. Well, I, I like where you're going. Kind of, I'm, I'm working on. I think my most ridiculous theory yet, and it kind of it starts here in this minute. Um, and Dietrich says he's uncomfortable with this Jewish ritual. Mm-hmm. And notice Belloc's uh, kind of glare at Dietrich after yeah. he says that in his body language. And well, just, you know, just well, sit, you guys, sit with you guys, that. You guys know what what he's talking about, right? The ritual they're talking about a bris. He has to actually go through a circumcision before they, <laughs> before they can do this. So, um, he's qu- he's you know a little nervous about this one. That changes everything. <laughs> everything. I'm totally on Dietrich's side now. I'm uncomfortable with the thought of this. Well, in general, Belloc is a very patient man, but here I think we see him acting impatiently because he's not he's not going to wait until they get to Berlin to open the ark. So I was like, all right, let's think about that. What if the Ark of the Covenant had been opened in Berlin in front of Der Ferber? Oh. Mm-hmm. Right. There would have been this biblical whoop-ass in Berlin in 1936. Well, you can see that if you watch Inglorious Bastards. That's exactly what happens. Uh, yeah. But here's the thing, too. It looks like Belloc is looking at the scorch marks on um, the container there for a while. Maybe he sort of understands that there is something evil going. Maybe he's got the plan that he's going to kill all the Nazis and keep it to himself. Like you see something <laughs> evil happening. Yeah, I think you're getting close there. But yeah. see, well, did, did, you, did you hear how Chris said scorch marks? 
That's the, the Yahweh Sinch highlighter that we're talking about. Oh, is Tommy. that what it's called? Is that the term? It's the Yahweh Sinch highlighter. Yeah. Just in time for back to school. <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> it makes a great stocking stuffer. But but I, I, I'm really confused by all of it. Like, I don't know why. I mean, they needed the Nazis needed Belloc to find the Ark because he's the king archaeologist. The Ark. <laughs> the Ark. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then why... Now that they have it, why are they going through, like, okay, yeah, Dietrich doesn't want to open it in front of Deferber and see if, like, it's a big failure. Um, but then why not, literally, why not just open it up right now? Like, why doesn't, I know, I know why Belloc's not. He thinks he's got to do this whole ritual and stuff and, and circumcise somebody. But mm. Dietrich could just <laughs> literally open up the crate, peek inside and say, oh, it's sand. Is this bad? Like, we should carbon date this or something. Like, oh, do you like he wants to wait. Dietrich wants to wait. Why? For Berlin? Well, it's not I because, I mean, it's, yeah. Well, it's not. His mission is to just deliver the Ark of the Covenant to, Bel- to Berlin. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but he, he seems to know. Is, how, do you know, how do you know this is the real one? Like, this is, if you have to look inside to make sure all the pieces are there to know this is the actual one. Well, Belloc plants that seed of doubt in yeah. there. Yeah. Like, hey, you could get fired if this shows yeah. up and this is, you know, some Hobby Lobby Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> right. So they're Which apparently it is. Supernatural, spoilers. right? I mean, they're just assuming at this point that it is, like, a powerful object that is a radio to God. I guess that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> like, is Dietrich actually buying into that? Is he like, oh, well, Deferber's super into this occult business and he totally believes that this is a super powerful thing, so maybe I shouldn't mess with it. Or is he like, oh, Ten Commandments? That'd be neat to see. I should just peek in there. And no, check D- Dietrich's up. he's super paint by the numbers. He's not he's not thinking about it. Uh, and and even that that brings. I mean, the point you made. I mean, just this Jewish ritual. He just doesn't even. He has no interest in participating or stopping any point of delivering the ark to do this sort of thing he just wants to deliver the ark i mean i don't yeah. think he is interested in what's in it he's he's pretty much removed from all the religiosity of it yeah although yeah I, I, the more i think sp- about the spiritual like, component of it yeah and but if you think about it everything we've heard about hitler in this movie he's super into this stuff so he probably has given orders like hey treat this thing with, you know, whatever Belloc says goes in terms of the arc. Like, he he knows how to handle it. Because, they you know, spoilers, they film it and stuff at the end. So, Deferber's going to know whatever they did with this. Right. So, it seems like they're probably working under his his orders. That kind of makes sense, I guess. Well, what's yeah, he's interesting, like the though, they have to follow. Well, it seems, like I said, like, Belloc kind of calls an audible here. They're they're going back, and he's like he's like, no, let's open it. Well, right. Well, he's using you know reverse psychology. No, well, that's pretty ballsy <laughs> to do, though. <laughs> well, I'm well, wondering if, if is Tote behind it, like because Tote's just kind of standing back there watching all of it. Is he the guy that's actually in charge? He slinks away, man. He doesn't want anything to do with this. <laughs> yeah. What What's interesting is clearly from from here on out, Belloc is in charge. Yeah. Right. And that's a, that's 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 a a strange pivot it well, is maybe... weird because it's like a reverse pivot because it seemed to pivot away from him in cairo after they got the ark but now he's back yeah i agree he's back in charge right maybe, maybe yeah, you're Dietrich's right in charge of the operation and belloc is in charge of the ark so he has to defer to him on things that deal with the ark yeah 
Or he has to defer her to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and by the way, can I just say, the Nazis have like the best branding manager ever. Have you noticed? There's a flag on everything. They have everything lined up. It's like they're going to sw- put their logo on everything. It's, you know, just do it. They're very orderly, if nothing else, <laughs> those Nazis. Yeah. By the way, speaking of Nazis, the guy who says to Belloc that the uh, altar is ready, i um, he's the fakest Nazi in the movie. He seems very fake Nazi to me. Not just because yeah. he's speaking English, but he's like got such a crazy German accent. It's like he's in the school play or something. It's the Ark. Yeah. But here's the thing. How did they know? With the, like, well, they, I guess they knew from the uh, going back that in the Bible. Was it listed? Did they tell how, what the Ark looked like and, and the dimensions? Because they seem to have a box that's perfectly fit. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, in yeah. These box we talk still. about that. They did. They yeah. do. Uh, they do describe the Ark of the Covenant in the Bible uh, pretty well. Okay. Yeah, it does give actually dimensions and what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, I knew about the angels or the you know on the top and or the the seraphim on the top, but I didn't know mm-hmm. if they give actual dimensions. So they knew to get the. I mean, even later on, spoiler alert. They seem to have a seamstress on call because they have an exact <laughs> covering. To fit. Yeah. That's probably Toad. Oh, yeah. yeah. The yeah. yeah. So they did yeah. plan ahead. So Belloc did sort of know that he was going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, the box, to be clear, the box belonged to Indy and Sala. Yeah. That was their magic crate. And oh, then right. the Nazis There was their out. little Home Depot Ark of the Covenant box. But getting back to Belloc's whole argument... Of like, you need to open this to find out if it's the real Ark. Is there any chance in anybody's mind that this is not the Ark? Like they went to the, they went to Tannis, <laughs> they went to the Well of Souls, they pulled it out of the thing. And I mean, is that possible that that's not the Ark? And by the way, his whole, I mean, we're skipping way ahead, but his litmus test for whether or not it's the Ark fails. <laughs> like the Ten Commandments aren't in that thing. We're get we're getting ahead, but we are, I'm, we not, are. I'm not sure I believe it. Yeah. Okay. I don't, we'll I mean, get there. The problem is, you know, I hate to say it, but if you really did go all the way back to Berlin, and you know, you open up the Ark of the Covenant, and it's yeah, I don't know, like a jack in the box comes out or something. I mean, yeah, it would be a bad scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're 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 making sure that what you're delivering is the right thing before you just show up and look like a fool. Yeah, because probably the fur right. would probably kill them if it wasn't the real one. I guess that's what, so. Part part of what I'm getting at, it's like, well, wait, you sent me to Tannis to find an object that looks exactly like this, and I found the one thing in Tannis that looks exactly like this. Deferber, go a little easy. Anybody well, no, made I, this I think that this is this is about Belloc being impatient. This isn't about double checking. I think that he's that's that's just to convince Dietrich that I mean Belloc wants to open it right now. That's what's up. He's not going to wait, and and he's just using. I mean, he has incredible speeches. That guy is so convincing in everything. Yeah, yeah. he does. He has without a doubt the best speeches in the movie, and you know he convinces Dietrich here. Hell, he convinced me, and I, you know, you're. But I don't think it's about that. I, I, I think he knows they got the Ark of the Covenant. I think it's actually he's not going to wait till Berlin, and he wants to be in charge of it here too. That's totally like he's, true. He's way more hands on. Yeah. Uh, if they open it now. 
That's true. I, I like thinking there are like ten more of these back in Tannis. They just haven't felt like they have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had to throw off the scent like for for grave robbers, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, you yeah, broke up the set. That's terrible. They <laughs> look so nice together, all ten of them. But the, I mean, the original plan was to put the ark on that plane and take it right to Berlin. Well, we don't know actually where. Well, they, that's they true. They don't say where they're flying, do they? Did you discuss the the actual the set, the fact that that was a, a real original Nazi uh, cave submarine area? Like, did yeah, did yeah, Pete, you yeah, mentioned that right? a little bit. Yeah, okay. I was just interesting because they, I th- you guys knew that they got the submarine from Das Boot <laughs> yeah. movie. Oh uh, yeah, and then they got and they just found this place. I mean, they, that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, that they that they just found an old Nazi. Uh, headquarters and and set it for a for a movie like this so kind of lends a sense of um realism yeah to it. how long did that yeah, take to cool. render but uh, yeah it's so uh so they could steal the ark and and open it there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean just to revisit again if if they open the ark of the covenant in berlin i mean what that would be big I mean, Yahweh would have melted their Ferber's face. Well, they obviously don't think that that's what's going to happen. I mean, Belloc wouldn't open it if it, if he thought that's what yeah. was going to happen. I mean, you're right. That would have been great. That would have taken well, care of a lot of problems that the That was the plan. Had. Was, Apparently. Well, the Who's plan playing? was to have the Ark in front of the army, which, like, right? Wasn't that the point? Was yeah. Whatever yeah. our army yeah. has that in the lead. Yeah. So they would just kind of push it up in the front. Yeah. But. Which, you know what? That didn't work for the Philistines. <laughs> it didn't even work for the Israelites. Yeah, it only half worked for the Israelites, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, they they won that whole Jericho thing, but... Whoever does PR for the Ark is brilliant. <laughs> Pulled the wool over a lot of people's eyes. Good marketing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I gotta say... Uh, oh, go ahead, Pete. That was me. Oh, uh, then, then let me talk. But go ahead, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I they cut to uh, to Indy in his uh, in his uniform. By the way, I cannot believe that last week we didn't make the connection of Indy stealing a Nazi uniform versus Han Solo stealing a stormtrooper uniform. Yeah, They're huge failures, and I apologize to everyone. But uh, I like wildly the music. negligent. Yeah, I mean that's that's inexcusable. Come on, sleep on the job. Yeah, <laughs> we're bad nerds. But uh, I like the Raiders theme is playing when they cut to Indy, and <laughs> he's kind of trying to be very casual, and the Raiders theme is very like, mm, nothing to see here. Yeah. <laughs> Give me away. Shush. Indiana Jones is, I don't know who that is. <laughs> so do you think I, that shove is intentional, or do you think that shove is Oh, intentional? 100%. Yeah. 100% yeah. intentional? Oh, yeah. Like, I think he sees yeah. Belloc and, and drives right into it. I, that's what I've always assumed anyway. That's how I, I've always read it that way. I know. You I've, could read I've, it that he was kind of like, oops, I was, wasn't looking, and I almost <laughs> yeah. got caught by the guy. <laughs> I've always hated when Indy bumps into Belloc. Why? Like, I hate that scene. I actually really don't like that that few seconds. It's just, it's weird, and it doesn't make any sense. Because you here you have Indy... I mean, think about it. Indy just crawled out of a ship's vent system, <laughs> and he secretly swam into port. He snatched and pummeled two Nazis just to make sure that he got a uniform that fit. And then he does that, <laughs> and, and he hits he hits Belloc hard. 
Yeah. And yeah. he hits him really hard and he stops right in the middle of the entire uh, port. Like, and then he stops and turns around like, hey, and he looks at the boat <laughs> and he kind of looks at, like, he, he nails him. Hey, like, why did you even bother getting the, beating up the second guy also just to get a better uniform? Yeah. Oh, you, you know, know what, what though? I mean? You know what? He spent so much time hiding and scurrying about and ditching Marion. But you know who he learned from? He learned from his buddy Sala. He, he just did a goofy, clumsy thing, <laughs> and now no one's going to pay any attention to him. <laughs> Tuck and roll, he would have been better. Exactly. If, if there had been a hill of sand to roll down, he would have done that. That's funny. I always just figured he's still, no matter what, you know, he still just shoots from an emotional place. Yeah. And he's really angry at the sight of Belloc. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, you can read it as he just, he sees Belloc and he can't like go at him, but he's like, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to. He makes this stuff as, as he goes along. So he just felt like <laughs> exactly, yeah. give him a good shove. <laughs> I could see <laughs> how you could argue that it's a little bit Temple of Doom or something. Like it's a little. It's a, it's a little Temple of Doom. Yes, thank you. But how does Belloc not like turn around and scream at him like yeah. you idiot? Idiot, yeah. yeah. Or how does Dietrich like, oh. not yell up at him? I think Belloc's going like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we're going to open this thing." <laughs> right, he's not noticing. <laughs> I anything. can't believe we're going to perform a circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> Whose car is that? Why, why do you think there's a car there? Like, do you think there are roads on this island? I was wondering if that was Belloc's convertible. Is it? Oh, is that the one from? But that wouldn't fit in the sub. I don't think anything would fit in that sub. That is weird. Why is there a car there? That is really weird. I was assuming they brought his car from Cairo for some reason. Gosh, that's really Cars are short supply. Why is there a car there? Even if it's a totally different car, why is there a car there? And why don't they use it later on? Yeah, God, please. Why don't they use it later on? My God. <laughs> and if you've ever like if you've seen Das boat or see it inside a U boat, it, it'd be interesting, like where they actually put the ark too. Yeah, yeah you'd almost have to it. touch it to get it in there, like jimmying it around corners <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, like kicking it and shoving it. And, yeah, <laughs> but then that guy who's holding it dies, and so it's easier to get around that corner. He had a little more space. Yeah, <laughs> it evaporates, <laughs> and then you can just use that space to get around. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they just dragged it behind. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> a rope a big, up to uh, it. And... Yeah. It's not a big inner tube. Yeah, maybe, yeah, Indy rode on top of the ark. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, boat. we have a problem with where they put Indy, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The magic U-boat. The water skiing on it. Yeah. That's a movie. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Well, do we have anything else for minute 101? Nope. We've got a lot of walking ahead of us, so speak your, <laughs> speak your mind if you need to. Drink some water. Yeah. Um, well, before we get to Minute 102, uh, Chris, uh, why are uh, you here? Where can people... <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I just walked in the door and you guys just <laughs> threw me on a microphone. Yeah, we're really excited to do this show by ourselves and then you just showed up. That was really I'm weird. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I always ruin everything. <laughs> Uh, why am I here? Because um, I'm a nerd. Uh, I'm a, a cartoonist. I do um, a lot of work for Marvel and DC, and I do a bunch of children's books. And uh, I was actually on Star Wars Minute a couple of times. Yeah. So hey. 
Yeah, so I'm I'm I've actually I you know I I don't know if you guys know this, but I I did do uh, a couple of um, Tops does uh, trading cards, and uh, right before they did um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, uh, I got a call to do um, sketch cards for them. So I've done oh, wow. yeah I've done some wow. sketch cards for them. It was interesting because I got to actually see they gave me a lot of I had to sign a non disclosure agreement, and then they had to send me and they sent me a bunch of images from the movie like a couple months before it came out so that was kind of a cool thing to oh my god that uh, is cool yeah and yeah. You, you just really didn't know what was going on too much and there was lists of characters and you were just like okay what is this guy doing what you know who is this person um but it was kind of neat to just be able to have that and be like oh my god uh, like i'm in on this stuff so um that's cool was there ever a point yeah. when you were looking at him and you were like uh i'm, I'm not sure <laughs> um <laughs> You know what it was funny? The, the only thing that gave me pause was the fact that Harrison Ford didn't like stayed gray and uh, uh-huh. he, he just seemed so much older. Uh-huh. Um, and that kind of threw me because it was just like, you, know, you just always think that Indy is going to be always in that age range. And yeah, um, so I had a, you know, you sort of, you know, you, you look at it and you go, okay, how's this guy going to be swinging from the rafters? <laughs> and, you know, Look, I I don't know how old he was supposed to be in that movie, but like you know, I'm 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 fast closing on fifty, and like I'd be like, are you kidding? I can barely walk down the steps without like. <laughs> so, um, but it but it was neat, and and I, there was a lot of hope, and then a lot of depression afterward. <laughs> we all know the feeling. Yeah. Did you know I about mean, the refrigerator? I did not. Now, most okay. of it was because you were supposed to do drawings of the characters, and yeah. um, so they really just gave us um, a bunch of headshots, and um, you know when they would do um, shots of like the clothes and stuff like that. So you would have that. Um, so I was kind of, but I was still neat to be a part of it, and um, you know I've I've done tra- uh, other cards for uh, the Star Wars sets as well, and oh cool, uh, and I'm I, I'm I'm working on the Star Wars books right now, and. Um, I'm actually writing and drawing an R2-D2 story as we speak, which will be out in November. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, That's so, incredible. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun stuff. So, uh, so yeah, I'm like the total nerd. I'm, I'm definitely the, you know, I'm the Indiana Jones guy. I, um, I've done, I don't know if any of you, your guests have talked about, uh, like, um, the N- Indiana Jones show down in Disney World. or oh, sure. Um, yeah. Or the Disney, uh, the Indiana Jones ride out in Disneyland. Um I'm like a nerd for that stuff and always buying up the action figures and whatever I can find when they have down there. And, um, uh-huh. yeah, so it's, I, I totally nerd out with that stuff. Um, we understand completely. Yeah, I know. I'm speaking <laughs> to the choir. preaching to the choir. Well, we're glad <laughs> you stopped by. We're glad you tumbled into our show. I appreciate you having me on. <laughs> uh, where can people find you if they want to check out your stuff? Uh, you can just go to Chris Eliopoulos. I know just, you can spell it any way you want. Dot com. Uh, you'll, uh, <laughs> links there and, um, or go open up any Marvel comic. You usually found, find me. I've been working for them for over 25 years. So that's um, awesome. Yeah. There's like, uh, I guess there's a, an online Marvel database and, uh, of listing of all the credits, uh, for everybody. And there's only two people who have more, it tops out at 5,000 and they don't go beyond 5,000 credits. <laughs> and there's only two people that have exceeded that. Wow. Uh, one of them is Stan Lee and the other is me. <laughs> wow. I was going to jokingly wow. say that. That's wow. hysterical. I don't get any cameos in the, in the movies though. So. Ah, someday, 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 yeah. someday. 
So maybe this appearance will get you a cameo on the next indie uh, indie movie. Yeah. How does it not? <laughs> See? Well, I feel like at Eliopolis. I mean, that that sounds like something the British Museum would be interested in. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, you just put them up anywhere. Just take them and put them up, you know. Exactly. Nobody will stop you, it seems. <laughs> um, well, that's incredible. We're glad you're going to be here all week. Oh, I had yeah. to stay? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, well, the door is locked. All right. It's a time thing, it. and yeah, I'm sorry. But, you know, we've got sandwiches, we've got macaroni and cheese. It'll be okay. Do you have any dates? Uh, no, no, they're all bad. Oh, we ate them. <laughs> we ate them. Um, Pete, where can people find us? And... Um, Check out our stuff. <laughs> uh, you can find us at IndianaJonesMinute.com. You can find us on Facebook. And if you want to join, we've got a special page on Facebook, Indiana Jones Minute and the Listener Crusade. And you can talk more about individual episodes. And you can also listen to us talking about the next minute, Minute 102 of Raiders of the Lost Ark, here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Malta has been prepared with your radio instructions, sir. Ark. <laughs> <laughs> the one true Ark. <laughs> is, that, is that so weird? What if Belloc killed Forrest off? That's weird. That is really weird. Really weird.